Hello. Hi. How's it going? What's up, guys? You guys, it's New Year's Eve. This is Rock the Boat. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Rock the Boat, sis. With Peaks and Lily, a podcast all about having a voice, getting comfortable in the uncomfortable, talking about all the things, and realizing you're, you're not, not alone. alone. You guys, happy Friday. Can we like first say thank you to everybody that has listened to us? You guys, we have a listener all the way out in France. Hi. Um, <gasps> how do you say hello? Bonjour. 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 <laughs> with his tray like always. Um, seriously though, we can say hi to them. I know. Because they're listening to us. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys, this will mark our 13th episode. Lucky 13. And we wanted to go ahead and tell you that this will be the season finale. Finale. We are wrapping her up for the year. And we just wanted to say thank you. Seriously. Take a look back. Yeah. On our pods. Yeah. And our past year. Look forward to the new year. Yeah. The community that we've built, the friendships that we've made, the hard, honest conversations that have come from this podcast, Mm -hmm. the ability. I mean, you said this one time, Leah, but like we're creating a space for people to feel like they're not alone. Right. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, we've created a space where we don't feel alone. Yes. And I just think that's beautiful. It's just, it's amazing the responses that we're getting from all ages, all genders, yep. from our friends, not friends. Mm-hmm. It's People just, I don't even know. Yeah, same. And we appreciate you for taking your time to listen to us. Yeah. It, it's truly mind-blowing, mm-hmm. the responses. It's, and It's just so humbling because we started this just as like, we should do a podcast. Like, we like talking to one another. That's so funny. And we were like, we'll text all of our friends. No one will listen to us, but at least we'll have fun. Yeah. And now people are actually care about what we say and like look forward to the episodes. And it's just like, I'm just very humbled by it. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for jumping in our boat this year. And we've got some really fun ideas for next year. And get um, ready. Season two of rock the boat sis so enjoy sit back and relax the season finale of rock the boat sis and put it on your calendar february 4th season two is coming out is dropping season two is dropping a deucer dropping like a hot girl dropping like it's hot i was gonna say that well i said it first dropping like a boy's don't (laughs) don't finish that sentence dropping like the new year's i was gonna ball say voice in new york like a boy's voice no you weren't because <laughs> you started laughing <laughs> we are we're dropping the ball like in new york city today yep. counting down the minutes so today tada um I thought it would be fun for us to talk a little bit about what we're reflecting on for 2021, but then also, you know, what our aspirations are for 2022. It's great. Um, Let's do it. Goal setting 
and like personal growth is something that I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. I've been very privileged in my life to have some incredible mentors that have instilled this in me. And um, I didn't even know that that was a thing until 2015 um, when I actually had people pouring into me. Um, was kind of just like floating through life doing my thing, right? Um, and so personal growth and development is something I'm really passionate about. And so I want to share that with my rock the boat little yaddy. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddies. Yeah. So what do you think about that, Lily? I mean, that's great. Okay. I've literally been the exact opposite my whole life. Right. I haven't had any mentors. I've set goals, but have never fully accomplished them. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's going to be a little bit of a groundbreaking moment for me here to actually try and stick to what I say I mm-hmm. want to do. Um, I mean, I've just had the typical goals of like lose weight this year. Mm-hmm. So then you buy a gym membership and go about three times and then yep. you pay for six months of it. Yep. Um, so I've never had any big life defining moments to Mm -hmm. be like this is my year I'm taking it back yeah well I have thoughts and opinions on all of those things of course you do um that we're going to get into yes I have always wanted to do a version of life coaching um therapy whatever just because I genuinely enjoy it Mm -hmm. and so very lucky that I get to do a little bit of that in my job, Mm -hmm. but I'm really excited to help you Mm. and myself in this episode, everyone else that's listening, everyone else that's listening, get an idea of how to really tackle 2022. I love it. So firstly, let's reflect on 2021. Yes. Let's think about genuinely, like what are some moments that you're really proud of? Um, and what's been some things that you've learned this year? Um, so some things that I'm proud of are, I think all the way back January. I know that's a long time. It is a long time. Well, my biggest thing that I've had to overcome at the beginning of the year was putting Reagan in daycare. Mm. And that was super hard because him and I had been together and even like in the womb, he's been with me since he was six seven months he didn't go into daycare till he was seven months old right yeah crazy yeah so that was my first big obstacle but I took it like a champ I only cried for like a minute okay maybe a little but I didn't dwell on it yep but the week got better and I did it and he's in daycare and he's thriving yep he he is they love him there yes and he's so cute. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest one. Um, and then taking a full jump into real estate was my next biggest one. Yep. Um, and then after that, taking a W-2 position at mm-hmm. the job that I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, caring for my clients mm-hmm. and or for all the clients out there. And for my sweet agents and planning events. Yeah. And I planned a rockin' Christmas party. You did. You did. So those have been my biggest things. Also, just being in the first year and a half with with a child. Yeah. Being married. Yeah. And dealing with those obstacles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it's rough y'all being married's rough having a kid is rough like Alex and I have talked about it we're like wow we really didn't like when we were fighting before we were married and had a kid what were we fighting about yeah um and now we're actually like talking about true things like how to raise a kid how to have boundaries how to Mm -hmm. you know get back to us being us um before we had a baby now that's not gonna happen but getting close to it is definitely been an obstacle and I'm super proud of where we've come from. Yeah, you should since. be. That's awesome. Yeah, what about you? Man, I was brushing my teeth this morning thinking about this episode and looking back at where I was sitting 12 months ago, um, sitting on this couch, you know, dialing leads for a new job that I had just started a week ago. The office was shut down because of COVID. I didn't know a soul in this city. And I sat on this couch, bawling my eyes out, calling my friends, calling my parents, saying that I had made a horrible mistake moving here and was begging people to help me find another job. Hmm. And potentially, like, I didn't know if I was going to move back to Elizabethton or Johnson City or I didn't know what I was going to do, but I felt like I had made a horrible mistake and I didn't know what I was going to do. Wow. And now sitting on this couch, looking at my freaking best friend and other half recording a podcast, I'm just like, what the heck? Like God is just good and provides in a way that I just never even imagined for myself And I've just had an incredible year. You know, I got a promotion that I'm really proud of. I've made a ton of incredible friends. I've lost 62 pounds. Oh, girl. um, Made best friends, got to travel, got to go to freaking Destin with some friends and experience new things there. Um, Led a retreat for my leadership team. Um, I'm trying to like look through all the memories on my phone of this past year and like things that we've done. Um, and I'm just, uh, yeah, it's just been an incredible year and I can't, I I have no words Mm -hmm. for the fact that 12 months ago, literally almost to the day I was sitting on this couch crying, thinking I had made a horrible mistake And now sitting here thinking, like, I have never been more lucky. So going off of that, Mm -hmm. last week we had our Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And Carrie and I showed up together, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But Carrie, when we were walking up, you were like, wow, it's a crazy 180 of how I feel now compared to how I felt last year. Yeah. Because her first, like, day literally was the Christmas party the day before I started my job and what I went I got invited to their holiday Christmas party I the guy that interviewed me was the only person that I knew and I only knew his voice because he had interviewed me well that same day was my first day of meeting other people other than Alex and Erica and Jay Mm. and going to the Christmas party and we were both there at the same time, but we weren't friends. Yeah. Like how crazy is it that like our lives have completely changed in the amount of 
12 months. Mm -hmm. Time goes by so fast. Yeah. So that kind of leads me perfectly into one of the, one of the things that I want to talk about today, which is time. And one thing that I was taught a while ago is that time passing is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but change and growth is a choice. Mm -hmm. And 12 months are going to pass again. We're going to be sitting here December of 2022, right? It's inevitable. Time always is going to pass. But what you do with that time is 100% in your control. Mm -hmm. And when I started like really grasping that, I started realizing like, am I even in the driver's seat of my life, right? Because here's the thing, like, you can get in the lazy river of life and freaking float and relax and time's going to pass and you're going to be right where you were 12 months from now. Mm-hmm. Or you can freaking get out and fight the current and decide like, who am I and what do I want out of my life? Right? So thinking about 2022, thinking forward, I was listening to, or I got to be part of a, uh, a coaching session with a guy named, um, named John Sheplack. Um, he's like a big time, like mentor and coach in the real estate world. And I got to sit in on one of his coaching sessions. And one of the things that he said was, you guys need to get rid of your goals, get rid of them, get them out of here. They're pointless. Throw them off the boat. Yeah. Throw them off the boat. Have you ever heard anybody tell you to get rid of your goals? Hell no feels very counter of what we've always been told, right? Mm -hmm. What are some, just for the sake of the illustration, what would you say some like goals that you have are? Um, like my, I have job wise to sell more homes this year or in 2022 than I did in 2021. Okay. Um, to lose weight. Okay. Obvious. And then, to, I mean, without going into everything that we're going to talk about, being more present with everything. Okay. With everyone. Great. So for the sake of the illustration, sell more homes, lose some weight and be more present, Mm -hmm. right? Typical resolutions that um, people will set for themselves, lose weight, go to the gym more, you know, whatever it is. And so in this illustration, he was talking about get rid of your goals and start making commitments. It's a completely different, it's a mindset thing, right? It's a completely different mindset when you've decided, when you've resolved that you are committed to something, right? Getting Reagan to daycare, is that a goal that you have for yourself? No, it's a commitment right? It's an everyday thing. Everyday thing. Do you, there's no choice there. It's something that you've committed to, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's, it's similar concept. And the challenge is deciding what you are actually able to commit to. It's very specific and time-based, okay? So have you ever heard of a SMART goal? Through you, yes. Okay, do you know what it stands for? Okay, specific, measurable, attainable, 
realistic, and time-based. Okay. So let's start with your losing weight quote goal. All right. Is that specific? No. Is it measurable? No. I would say it was, it'd be measurable on a scale. You can see if you lost weight, but we're not, I don't know if you've hit the goal is one pound. Right. Right. Have you hit it then? I don't don't know. You would tell me. Um, Attainable. Would you say losing weight is attainable? I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, Realistic. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a time frame for it? No. Okay. So we're off to a halfway start, right? So let's get specific. For 2022, how much weight do you want to lose? Just give me, just for the sake of the example, you don't have to. A hundred pounds. Oh, really? Uh, you just said for the sake of the example. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> damn, Leah. <laughs> I'm going off of what you said. Okay. A hundred pounds. Yes. Great. Measurable. Is it measurable now? Yes. Okay. Um, attainable. Yeah. Well, no. Well, no. Okay. Realistically for me, no. Okay. So let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> we could do 50. Okay. Let's just say 50. Yeah. All right. So is it specific? Yes. Is it measurable? Yes. Is it attainable? Yes. Is it realistic? Yeah. Okay. And time. Are you giving yourself 12 months? Um. Can you say yes? Mm-hmm. but then finish it earlier? Could you say, well, I want to do it in six months and then maybe it happens in seven months. So for the sake of the illustration, yes. we just took, I want to lose weight in 2022 to I am going to be losing 50 pounds in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're going to take it a step further than that is deciding what you are committed to because losing 50 pounds in six months is still a goal, right? That's the outcome. But what are what's the input, the everyday choices that you're going to be making to be committed to losing weight, losing 50 pounds in six months? That's hard. That's the harder part, yes. right? But that's the game changer. Mm. When I did 75 hard this year, um, one of the things it talked about was that it was a a mental challenge with physical benefits. And I was like, yeah, okay, this is obviously a fitness challenge, but whatever. Well, I was completely wrong. It is 100% a mental challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I read the blog about it and it was talking about how when we make compromises in our life, small compromises, we compromise and dull the edges of what should be an incredibly fulfilling and amazing life. And so I started looking at all of the areas of my life that I was compromising, right? Well, I really want to lose weight, but I'm going to this birthday party this weekend and I'll just do it on Monday, right? compromise. Um, this guy asked me on a date. Um, he's not, you know, really what I'm looking for, but I'll go anyway. And then I ended up having a bad time because I knew I shouldn't have gone in the first place, but I compromised on what I knew I wanted. 
there's so many areas of our life that we compromise our values and what we know what we want and who we are at our core and we're dulling the edges of a life that you deserve to have that's amazing and so even in this small 75 hard challenge it was here are the six rules no compromise no substitutions and no start overs if you compromise or if you substitute you start over period, right? And so what I thought was just going to be drinking more water and exercising and eating healthy turned into this daily battle of it being 10 o'clock at night and I hadn't done my second workout yet. What would I typically do? Not do it. I'd go to bed, right? It's freaking 10 o'clock. I'm tired. But I made a commitment to 75 days, period, And I sure as hell wasn't going to start over. The biggest thing for me was proving to myself that I could actually follow through with something. I feel like in my life, I have started a lot of things and then not finished them. And I've made a lot of compromises that have put me in situations that I shouldn't be in, put me in headspaces I shouldn't be in. It's because I've compromised, right? And so... When I truly decided that I'm committing to something, no, I can't come hang out with you guys tonight. I have to go work out. No, I can't eat that because that's not on the plan that I'm doing right now. It's nine o'clock at night and I haven't finished my gallon of water yet. Well, I'm going to be up for the next two hours peeing because I have to freaking finish this gallon of water. What it did was set me up for the entire rest of the year to not compromise on the things that are important to me. And I truly believe that that like started the momentum to where I'm at today. So off of my soapbox, (laughs) back to you, making a commitment for anybody listening, get rid of your freaking goals and make a commitment. So think about what can you actually commit to? If losing weight, or being more present, or reading more books, or getting a promotion, or starting that business, whatever it is, what can you actually commit to? How long can you commit to it? And what are the consequences if you don't? Right? So let's go back to selling more houses than you did this year. Okay? If you are going to commit to selling more houses, what would that look like? And remember, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. Well, you have to get people to actually want to sell houses. So you have to contact leads. Mm -hmm. So I have to make phone calls. Okay. So setting up that specific number. Mm Mm-hmm of phone calls per day, per week, Mm -hmm. setting up appointments. I'm not going to go, do I need to go into full detail of this? Like not necessarily just, just the basics of it is getting super specific with my goal. Yeah. Writing them down because I need to visually see it. Right. But I would challenge you to literally get rid of your word goal and genuinely decide that you are committed to something. Right. And 
I don't even care what that is. It, commit to yourself for seven days, 14 days, one month, whatever it may be, but make a commitment to yourself to choose yourself of whatever that looks like. If it's sell more houses and you know that you need to make X amount of phone calls, then say, okay, I think that we get so um, overwhelmed with all of these things that we have to do to be better, right? That's why people come up with resolutions and then by January 7th, they're not doing them, right? Because they're like, I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm not going to be on my phone as much. I'm going to cut out all fast food. I'm going to, and they have all of these things. And then in six days, they're like eating McDonald's and scrolling on TikTok for five hours. Stop talking about me, okay? I'm right here. <laughs> All right? Hey, I'm looking at you and you're looking at me. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, you have a solid, you have, okay, you have time. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like, pick one thing, one thing a month, one thing a week. It has to be realistic. It has to be attainable. If it isn't, then you, you have nothing, right? And the, the thing that pulls us out of depression and anxiety is progress. Did you know that? Makes sense. So Tony Robbins talks a lot about that, that the, one of the biggest things that can pull people out of depression is progress. And that might mean for seven days, I'm going to make my bed every single day, every single morning, I'm going to get up and make my bed. Imagine how you feel on day eight, when you actually stuck with it. It seems small, right? But it's a commitment that you're making to yourself. So all of that to say, I would challenge you guys looking at your new year. What can you actually commit to and not compromise on a life that should be amazing? Like get out of the freaking lazy river in 12 months, do you want to be exactly who you are today? I don't. I'd like to be a better version of myself. And so I need to sit down and start thinking about what I want my 2022 commitments to be. So I was looking online yesterday. Um, one thing that I've done every year for the past several years is pick a word of the year. Instead of making a New Year's resolution, I've picked a word. Um, and so I want to read you guys this little blurb. And then Leah, I'm getting off my soapbox and I'm handing the microphone <laughs> back to you. Um, I knew it was going to be this way, though. No, I did, too. I wanted you to because Carrie was like, hey, we're going to sit and talk about goals. I was like, I have literally nothing to say about <laughs> this. So you're going to take the mic on this one yeah. because I have never done this before. Yeah. I have been in the lazy river for 32 years yep. of my life. Yeah. And I've never had goal. I mean, I've had goals, but I've never stuck to them. Yeah. So I've yeah. never had commitments. Yeah. But, but, and that's the whole thing is I think so many of us, all of us freaking do that. And I'm just tired of being in the lazy river and having like 
a reactionary life. Yeah. Responding to whatever happens to me instead of being in the driver's seat and making choices and being able to be proud and look back and say, these are the things that I accomplished. These are the things I committed to. And like last year I wanted to whatever and I actually did it. Like mm-hmm. I freaking followed through with something. Yeah. You know? So <clears throat> this website talks about picking a word of the year. Um, it says the practice of choosing a word of the year is that instead of setting a lot of different new year's resolutions, you select one single word to be your focus for the year. You can use that word to set goals or intentions for each area of your life, but have them all tie back to one single word. For example, if your word of the year was abundance, you might have sub goals of investing an abundant number of friendships or hitting an income goal or spending more quality time with people. Um, discipline could entail going to the gym or sticking to an evening routine and no longer being late to meetings. Um, put the word in prominent places in your life to keep them on the top of your mind, your phone screen on your fridge or on the front of your planner. So, um, this is something that I've done for several years that I have really, really enjoyed doing. It's kind of a year that just sets the intention of my year of, this is going to be in the forefront of my mind when I'm making decisions about how I want to spend my time, how I want my relationships to be, so on and so forth. So Leah and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Leah, I know you've put a lot of thought into it. So what is your 2022 word of the year? Mine would be inten- intentional um, because I now live in Knoxville, which is far from my hometown, as we already know. Um, so being intentional with my phone calls, with my family, um, when I'm with my family, not being on my phone, which I've been trying to do in the past month. Yep. Um, and then being in the moment, especially like with Alex and Reagan growing up being in those moments, because I find myself being distracted by TV, phone, friends, not taking the moments in and keeping those memories, Um, and then just intentional with like my time throughout the day. So I spend a lot of my time working, driving to pick up my kid and sleeping and doing nothing. So being intentional in that time, like reading books because I don't read a lot. I want to read more because Mm. I want my vocabulary to be more enhanced Mm. because I feel like I sound like a five-year-old when Mm. I talk sometimes. Um, And then just intentionally putting my phone away because I feel like my phone is just a very big distraction to me. So Mm. when I am with people um, and when I'm at work, like I don't have any distractions that Mm. I'm 100% in the moment. And obviously it'll, I feel like I'll have more intentional moments Mm. throughout the year, but my biggest focus is to be intentional with people and be in the moment. I love that. That's really cool. Um, Fun fact about that. Did you know that there's a new feature on the iPhone where you can set a do not disturb for a certain time period about, um, with certain apps and even certain contacts in your phone. So going into 2022 being more intentional, you could literally set to where at seven o'clock at night, these specific apps don't work and only these three people can get through if they call you. 
pretty cool. You also have to update your phone yeah. and have space on your phone for that's that. That's true. And I don't have either. <laughs> but so, that's a great idea for other people. Yeah. Mine is just I'm going to put my phone in my room. I love that. So I'm debating between two different words this year. Um, the first word being discover. And, um, I really want to, well, they kind of go hand in hand. The second word being selfish. And I feel like that's a very weird, unexpected word, but the more I've been like chewing on it, the more it feels like my word. Um, I've been in therapy, um, this year and have learned that a lot of my identity is found in who I need to be for other people. Mm -hmm. And, when ask who am I outside of my relationships with my friends and with my family and my job, who is Carrie? I have a hard time answering that because who I am is wrapped up in a lot of other people. And I have a hard time setting boundaries and I have a hard time saying no because I'm in chronic fear of people being disappointed in me. And in that I lose a lot of myself and um, I think that I really need to learn what it's like to be selfish so that I can be a hundred percent myself so that I can pour into other people well but I think I need to learn how to say no and how to set boundaries and who I am outside of everyone else love it I love selfish well I love it for you yeah Thank you. That's great. Um, well, that is time. Um, well over. I would say for 2022, little yachties, pick a word. Um, think about what you can commit to. And maybe even that means every single month you set yourself a little 14-day commitment of something, whether that's reading more books, making your bed, going to the gym, drinking water, spending intentional time with your family, whatever it is. But like make commitments and get rid of your freaking goals and make 2022 your bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. What she <laughs> said. That's all I got to say about that. Um, seriously, though, guys, thank you so much for joining us on season one. We love you so much. And thanks for everything. And stay tuned for season dos. Season dos. February 4th. Coming at ya. Put it on your calendar. Share Season one with all of your friends. They have an entire month to catch up because season two is going to be spicy. Spicy. Little hint. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We love you. We love you. Remember, you're not alone. Get off your island. Jump on our sea do. Make some Get your life vest on. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Have a great day. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.